What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sunday nights, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. The enormous pain for the people of Israel. This is my podcast. Let's go. Here in Kfar Aza, they continue to remove some of the Israeli bodies that were killed during the massacre Saturday morning. You can see, as four days later, they're still continuing to go through some of these houses in this very, very southern Israeli community and remove the Israeli citizens that were killed inside their homes, gunned down, stabbed, uh, different grenades thrown off as well. As we're walking through this community, uh, we're told that we have to stay away from certain areas, certain houses, because there could still be mines in them, and it, they could go off at any moment. That's international war correspondent Nicole Zedek for I-24 News, reporting from the front line in Israel, recalling some of the atrocities she saw with her own eyes. I stand 1,000% with Israel. Israel has a right to defend herself. It is completely understandable why Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says, quote, every Hamas member is a dead man. The human toll for the victims. Just one case out of more than a thousand. A New York City mother whose 26-year-old daughter, 26 years old, was among the hundreds slaughtered by Hamas at that Israeli music festival. The mother, Hani Ricardo, is blasting the terrorists, the animals that are responsible, calling for the global community to band together against Hamas. The mother, who did not know her daughter had gone to the festival and found out when she was called in the middle of the night and told her daughter was missing, she blasted the terrorist responsible in an interview on MSNBC. I need to speak about her and for her and for all those 1,200 young people that massacred by the Hamas. They have not a bit of humanity in them. These kids went to dance and these kids, I know for sure that these parties are peace people. You know, they love, they, they, they all will fight for peace. And now they're gone. And among them, my youngest daughter. And I want to know, I want the world to know that every dollar you give to the Hamas, every dollar you put there goes 
for terror. It doesn't go to the poor Arab people that live in Gaza. They could have turned this place into paradise if they would invest money, the billions they got from the, the EU and the UN and other organizations, if they would have put the money, invested it into the people of Gaza instead of bombs and focusing on how to get rid of as many Jews, as many as Israeli as possible, that might have been peace. And the only thing I can uh, compare these monsters, uh, these inhuman beings are for the Nazis during the Holocaust, the same kind of people. And the world needs to know and the world needs to fight them. And I know Israel bombed Gaza, but we never start. We always respond. And I, I feel for these Palestinians, these people, I feel for them, but they are hostages. They are hostages in the hands of the Hamas and the Iran and, and all of these terrorists. They have no other focus in life rather than kill as many as possible. And when they're done with the Jews, they will come for the Americans. They did it already in 9-11. And I call this, this massacre that happened in the southern of Israel is even worse than 9-11. This is our 9-11. And my daughter is one of them. This wonderful, this beautiful, cheerful, amazing girl is dead now. And I'm going to bury her day after tomorrow. And my heart is broken to pieces. How could we not understand her heart is broken into pieces with her daughter now buried? Or how about another woman? There is the Israeli mother who managed to escape Hamas with her baby daughter, but broke down in tears on live TV when she learned that her husband had been killed. The news she dreaded. Yahav is dead. <laughs> A very tough situation with war correspondents trying to do the best they can recording the atrocities for history. This is a Sky News report. We're so close to Gaza, soldiers have to take extreme care. They're wary of another attack. The bodies of Hamas fighters are left where they were killed. If the Israelis are uncertain of anything, they put down fire. The attack happened on a holiday. This community of families was caught completely off guard and in real terms, unprotected. There are stories here of how people took anything they could to try to battle them off, hid their children in cupboards, in wine cellars and basements. It's so hard to see this, but we have to look at this because the questions will come down the road about proportionality. And the question is, 
when somebody's a mass killer and they want to destroy you like ISIS, what is the proportionality for someone like that? That is a great point expressed by a soldier in Israel. How much force in proportion for what happened should be used? Israel can't use enough force. Israel should not hold back anything. Israel officially declared a state of war and initiated an enormous mobilization. Good. Cutting off power and ultimately water to Gaza? Unfortunate, but it is what is required. Hamas started this latest deadly round. Israel needs to finish it permanently. Listen to how President Biden describes what happened. Parents butchered using their bodies to try to protect their children. Stomach-turning reports of being babies being killed. Entire families slain. Young people massacred while attending a musical festival to celebrate peace. To celebrate peace. Women raped, assaulted, paraded as trophies. Families hid their fear for hours and hours, desperately trying to keep their children quiet to avoid drawing attention. And days later, the president zeroed in again on the babies. It matters that Americans see what's happening. I mean, I, I, I've been doing this a long time. I never really thought that I would see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists beheading children. Death, destruction, and Hamas has no one else to blame but themselves. Reporter Nicole Zedek for I-24 News. It's hard to even explain exactly just the mass casualties that happened right here. In fact, the Israeli military says they still don't have a clear number, but I'm talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said. Gunned down, families completely gunned down in their beds. You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves uh, who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well, not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. Baby cribs thrown to the side. Doors thrown wide open. Still some Israeli bodies still here because the fighting in this community just ended uh, just just recently. So many of these troops are still going house to house, door to door. It's taken them sometimes 30 minutes, 40 minutes, because many of these houses are also uh, still have grenades in them, booby traps. In fact, as we're trying to get closer to some of these scenes, we're being told, no, 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 get back from some of these Israeli military because there are still grenades in the area. And journalist Zedek has a front row seat to the destruction. I want us to keep walking through, continue to kind of see the destruction that's happening on the ground here. Even something as simple as, as a soccer net just left to the side here as people were with their families uh, playing. I see in the distance more bodies being covered uh, all, all the while as they're covering these 
Israeli bodies trying to evacuate everyone else from the the territory, taking all of the casualties out of here. It's also littered with the bodies of terrorists. So we're hearing from one of the lead commanders here. It was anywhere from maybe 70 armed terrorists who made their way here from the Gaza border fence, uh, which is less than a quarter of a mile away. And as I said, the atrocities that they committed, uh, violence with guns, with grenades, with knives, uh, targeting these innocent civilians inside their homes. Um, so for the soldiers here, it's a very, very difficult for, scene for them as well. As I said, leaving their families behind, but they say they will continue to be here, continue to to kill every terrorist who is in the area. You can hear we're very, very close to the Gaza Strip, so we continue to hear artillery firing overhead as well. Uh, even as we were giving this tour, we were told to get on the round and take cover um, because you actually, because you're so close to the Strip right now, you don't even get the red alert. You actually hear the boom before you're even told to get to the ground. Many of you folks are sounding off to me. This is Stuart in Queens. Dominic, I, I have many, many um, relatives in Israel, but what I want to mention is Netanyahu addressed the nation, the Israeli people yesterday, and he said a statement that we've heard before. He said for 2,000 years, Jews um, ha were defenseless, and now they have a strong nation and they're not defenseless. But that was not true Saturday morning. All the reports said for over three hours, for over three hours, while the terrorists were going from house to house, they were calling the IDF security services. They did not come for over three hours. And when all is said and done, there's going to be an investigation with the defense minister, Yoav Gallant, the head of the Mossad, David Barnea, the IDF chief of staff, Hersey Halevi, and Prime Minister Netanyahu. For three hours, the IDF did not come to help them. And that is disgraceful. That is disgraceful. I just want people to know that there is going to be an investigation, and I hope it's not going to be a year-long one, because heads do have to roll. When the terrorists, they, they took mostly young women, and there was pictures of them, and even Jake Tapper spoke to John Kirby, the Defense Department spokesman. He said, Mr. Kirby, we have seen young Israeli teenage girls with blood showing between their legs, dripping down through their clothes brutally being raped. And for three hours, the Israeli Defense Force did not show up. There needs to be an investigation. And I hope when you or John Katzmatidis interviews anyone, any Israeli politician, they ask that you guys ask, why did it take over three hours? How could that possibly be? All that they were protecting them, they had a fence. They had a big fence by the border. How come there wasn't 24-7 sufficient IDF security, so they didn't have to wait. But to wait for three hours, the, the country is the size of New Jersey. It takes over three hours to get there. I don't understand that. Well, I I, I can hear the pain in, in your voice, Stuart. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of people feel the way that you do. But let, let me just say this. Uh, you know, sometimes... I, I, security in Israel is, is the best bar none, right? And so, but sometimes people, you know, when things haven't happened for a while, people can become complacent. And then once this goes down, right, once it starts happening, all I'm going to say, Stuart, and, and I, I know this is not going to suffice for you, but please keep in mind that 
you you gotta you gotta organize and you should be ready to go. But then when you're trying to get to the location, you don't know what's booby trapped with bombs and vehicles that are set up, uh, you you know, to to go off at moment's notice. Still no excuse. Still no excuse. I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to put the full story on the table. Yeah, well, I I hope they learn. But again, you can't just depend depend on a fence on that border when you have so many settlements there. And it was almost uh, uh, 50 years to the day of the Yom Kippur, the other surprise attack, the other surprise attack. And uh, there's going to be an investigation, I know. And and Netanyahu's political enemies are going to come after him once the dust settles. But I hope it's not a year-long investigation. And, 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 and people have to be removed. Uh, like I said, the IDF chief of staff, the head of the Mossad, the defense minister, something, something crashed. Something did not work properly there. Something happened. So I hope they get to the bottom of it, because Jews being defenseless in their own country— for over three hours, that's just inexplicable, inexplicable. I hear you, Stuart. This is Elena in New Jersey. Dear Dominic, thank you so much for caring and for sharing your love and emotions for the people who are suffering in Israel. How could I not? How, how could I not? How could any human being not at, at this time? Yes. Dominic, I'm Ukrainian. I know what it is to go through tortures in a war, but what's happening in Israel is horrendous. So I just want to share my thoughts as a Ukrainian woman with all the people in Israel and my friends here in the United States. May God bless them all and protect them. Agreed, Elena. This is Judith in Brooklyn. You know, I think my nerves are shot already. Um, it's like so. Yeah, a lot of these questions we have to put on the on the back burner for now, simply because right now we have to take care of business. I mean, when I say we, I mean decent human beings have to take care of these savages. Okay, uh, the Hamas. They have to be completely eliminated. Let me ask you a question, Dominic. They had these um, rallies over here, Palestine, whatever. Uh, I'd like to know, where is even one imam, not even one imam? They say that their Islamic religion is the religion of peace, peaceful religion, right? Well, uh, this is nothing but peaceful going on over there. Why isn't even one imam coming out and saying, this is not what we, what we preach, this is not what we believe in? It's outrageous. And by the way, uh, Dominic, <clears throat> as far as sympathy for Palestinians, I have to tell you something. I don't know if you know this, but Gaza is ruled by Hamas, not by Israel, for the past 18 years. 18 years. And these Palestinians are afraid of Hamas themselves. And I heard there was like elections and they, they, they elected Hamas. I think they were forced to elect Hamas or they'd be killed. You know, these Hamas people, they kill first and ask questions later. You know, they, they use they use their own people there. Okay. Well, it's time for them to get some of their own medicine. Then it really is that simple, Judith. We, you know, we we the the world can't you know look the other way this time in terms uh, of what is what has happened. All of these and, and what what may continue to happen, as you know, Judith, Hamas is stating that uh, they're going to broadcast live 
the execution of some of these hostages, which happen to be children. Dominic, this is the worst. This this drives me. I don't know. I was crying today when I started hearing and everyone's talking about whatever. And these little children, my God, little children just torn away from their mothers and just like they're lost. Four-year-old little boy being tormented in the streets over there on purpose. Can you imagine what that child's going through? Judith, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine. And the thought of what has happened to those Israeli children and babies and the raping of women. I have to almost completely disassociate myself from the thoughts of this. I simply can't cope. The New York City chapter of the left-wing group Democratic Socialists of America continues to come under fire for promoting that pro-Palestinian rally just a day after the Hamas deadly attack on Israel. Elected officials and even progressives in Congress denounced the rally as hate-filled and anti-Semitic. Bronx Congressman Richie Torres wrote on social media, quote, there is a special place in hell for those who glorify the cold-blooded murder of civilians and children. This is a Sky News reporter. The body of a small child is carried from the ruins of a house. There was a massacre in this kibbutz and the recovery operation is far from over. The child is placed in a truck with others from the community. More body bags awaiting collection are laid out on the basketball court. The body of a Hamas fighter is ignored. Folks, what we can't ignore is exactly what happened to the good people of Israel. In other news, New York City Mayor Eric Adams acknowledging his recent four-day trip to Central America may not have worked to deter migrants. They believe, based on what was being promoted, that America was the only place that they can come and New York City was the final destination. So my role was to be as transparent as possible, and that was my attempt. Was it successful 100%? Uh, I don't know that. <laughs> We're not going to know. You know, is, is someone going to hear the voice of the mayor of the city saying you're not coming to a five star hotel? Uh, I'm hoping they did. But I have to try everything to help this city deal with this crisis that we are facing. And I'm going to try everything to do so. Mr. Mayor, as First Lady Nancy Reagan said about drugs and advising young people, just say no but this time to migrants. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you folks for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life titled No Mama's Boy or even the Dominic Carter Bobblehead Dog, go to my website, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. DominicCarterOnline.com. 
if you order the book at my website rather than Amazon, I can personally sign it for you. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter T-shirts, the hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Also follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show. YouTube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode. Be well, and as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.